You are tuning in to Red Zone Coffee Talk with your host Tim and Zach, and we are back um, after what might seem like a long break, uh, but we 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 promised it's intentional. Um, it was intentional because we just didn't want to do it. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, we uh, we we tried decided to transition uh, doing some more monthly, uh, just because with how busy life is, um, it was hard to to find a time each week to record, and so. We decided instead of trying to record each week and limit, you know, so the episodes weren't super long, we're like, okay, we'll do, you know, maybe bi-weekly or monthly, um, push it back a little, and we can have a little bit longer uh, since it's not as uh, frequent. So this will be reviewing uh, this past month. I mean, over month of October, maybe even some of September, we're just kind of, man, where are we at in the NFL? What's been going on? Uh, but Zach, how are you doing? It's been a minute. Tim, I'm great. The Browns are having a winning record, which – there's really all we can ask for. That's and true. So we're a pro Browns podcast, but we're not a pro Deshaun Watson podcast. No, I wouldn't everything. say pro Deshaun. I would. Um, pro Browns. Yeah. Although Deshaun, he played well. And he played, okay, I don't know about well. He played fine against the Cardinals. Um, I, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I wasn't amazing. Not what we're paying $260 million for, but hey. You know what? Is it too much? It's too much to ask, right? Why would we shouldn't ask for him to be a franchise quarterback? You know, it's all, we're only paying him two hundred sixty million guaranteed. So I think we yeah, can't I think ask if, too much. If he can just play like a like a Baker Mayfield, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and that's not. I think that's. I think that that's like. I I don't. I think that we got to be. We just got to be humble. You know, we don't want to ask too much of him. We're mm-hmm. only paying him a little bit. So, um, yeah, but we are pro Browns. It's been a good month for the Browns. I mean, take pulling off that win against the 49ers was pure joy. Um, just bliss, even though the refs handed us some. But you know what? Here's what I've told people. And if you're a listener and you think, man, the Browns were handed that game against the 49ers. Well, one, um, they had they, it wasn't like the refs ended the game. They had a, a chance for a chip shot field goal to win it, and they missed it. So that's on them. And secondly, um, as a Browns fan, we have been on the the bad end of many of those calls. Like many of those situations. We have been on the horrible end. So I think we're justified to take um a little a couple things for ourselves. What do you don't you think, Zach? A hundred percent. I agree. That we are owed we are owed something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's starting to even out a little bit. But yeah. So well for for this month we're 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 thinking uh, what we're gonna do today we're gonna talk uh, some fact or fiction uh, so we're gonna talk through some of the the storylines some of the narratives some statements just about this past past month in the NFL um, and we're gonna rate is that fact or is it fiction is it cold hard truth or is it just hot gossip that um, isn't true uh, so we're gonna work through that. Um, and Zach, I'm going to start off with a uh, kind of a, a popular one that I'm hearing as of recently, and uh, that's this: that the, the the San Francisco 49ers are frauds. Mm. What do you think? Or Ten we... being clarified. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go three because I think uh, I, they're not frauds. Frauds would be like not a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, like paper or not even maybe playoff worthy. They definitely are. Uh, they just have gotten off the path a little bit. Um, some injuries, 
uh, and probably I like McCaffrey had been hurt for a little bit. He'd been playing, but not probably 100%. You had Debo being out. Uh, Brock Purdy got hurt for uh, just a little bit. And, I mean, he's in year two. Like, this is his first year actually starting a full year. And so we have to expect him to have some growing pain still. Yeah. But compared to him, like, the defense had been a little rough. It has. So I think they'll get it together. Uh, I'm not – the reason I say three and not like one is because I certainly am not as high on them now as we were when they were 5-0 and because um, they they looked invincible before. And after that Browns loss, they have looked to have lost their swagger. So I'm sure they'll get it back. It's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. They'll, they'll blow a playoff lead or something, and they won't, uh, they won't be able to make the Super Bowl. But – Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say three. What about you? I think I would say the same thing about a three. I think that um, some cracks are showing. I think I think through week, like before the Browns, up until that game, they seemed absolutely unbeatable. Um, since then, it's shown, okay, maybe they're not as unbeatable um, as anyone thought. So, like, yeah, um, I think there's some cracks showing. I do think Brock Purdy's showing some growing pains. Um, and I don't know if it's growing pains as much as like teams are just figuring out how to like flummox him a little bit, how to, to get him frustrated. And because he's like trying to get that, cause you know, it's tough. A lot of times I've heard it said, like, you know, you game plan all week for a person. And then if someone else comes in, like it can be hard to game plan. It's so, like last season, you know, it, you know, part of his, like not, I do think he's a good quarterback, but part of his success could also be attributed to the fact that like no one had any game plan for him in any way, you know, like no one even knew. So him coming in those last few games of the season, like they're trying to figure out a game plan against this guy, figure out what works, figure out how to, how to best play against him. And so now they've got enough tape that they can figure that out. And, you know, he's got, now he's got to take that step up to rise above that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then injuries too, I think were a big part of it. Um, just with Debo, you know, going out, um, and then McCaffrey being a little injured, and the defense um, not playing as well as they had been. Um, Nick Bosa has not um, – because he won, he won DP, defense player of the year last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't think he is uh, capitalizing on that this year. He's not had nearly as good of a season. Um, but – I'll be interested to see how the trade for Chase Young uh, changes things um, in these um, uh, upcoming uh, upcoming weeks with just having now another massive threat uh, on the line. To, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Chase Young uh, kind of gets back on the path he was to begin his career. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this the I mean. He just been hurt so often, yeah, and things have just been kind of weird, weird for them. But yeah, that's very true. It's been a been a frustrating time for him, but we'll see. So, so yeah, I agree. I don't think they're complete frauds. I think that's kind of, I think that's more fiction. I think they're going to be fine. Um, I think they're going to uh, win their division, be you know probably number two or number three in the NFC, um, and like make their make a deep playoff run. So I'm not too worried about them. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Chase Young, I'll mention poor. How about this isn't one of the 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 uh, the topics, but I was just thinking about this that um, how about our guy Jonathan Allen? Like 
I mean, can you imagine being Jonathan Allen? And you're left alone. Yeah, you're like, they pay you all this money. You're on a team that's like not very good. And then not only do they, not only they're not good, but then they send your two, like two of your other D linemen, which was like the strength of your team away. And so now you're the only guy. <laughs> it's just like, man. Is, is Deron Payne, did he? Oh, okay. Deron's still there, I think. But I think he signed, did he, was he franchise tag? No, okay. They signed him to a real contract. Yeah. So at least they have that. It's just weird. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out if they're – I think once Rivera gets fired, which is inevitable, um, or actually not even fired, his contract is just up. So once he's done, I think they'll have to commit to a full rebuild uh, because it's just kind of weird to be like, yeah, we resigned our top tackles, but then we traded our best edge rushers. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, well, we can talk commanders because another one of my uh, topics is this. Uh, fact or fiction – Sam Howell is a franchise QB. Uh, uh, nine. I'd say that's almost a lock fact. Really? Okay. Uh, d- dude, he's balling. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the space I'd give for the nine instead of a ten is if they bring in a new coach and the coach is like, yeah, I'm going to get my guy or something, then he might be off the – I don't know. Something could happen. Uh, and then I also – like, there are parts about his game that aren't good. Like, he has nine picks, which is not great. But he's, he's second, I think, in the league in yards. 14 touchdowns, pretty solid. Uh, he's been sacked a ton, which is in part the offensive line's fault. Yeah. It's not great. They don't have a good run game. However, he has a hard time getting the ball out of his hands. So, some of the sacks, I would say, are his fault. So, he needs to keep cleaning things up but this is year two so that's like for a year two quarterback i feel like especially for a fifth round pick uh right now i'd say yeah he's he's the best quarterback washington has had since kirk cousins probably yeah no i agree i think i would say i think i think if this is a nine or a ten i mean he's he's had he's played really well on a team that has not, not had much you know their offense i mean he hasn't had much help like um, right. If we're being honest, too, um, you know, not like just the 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 cast surrounding him is not uh, doesn't give us like anything to be really excited about. You know, Brian Robinson's been okay, um, Terry McLaurin been okay, but like that's been about it. You know, no one's, uh-huh. um, and so I, I would love to to see where he would be um, if he had a real target. Um, and a real, uh, like weapon. Um, so, so maybe that, maybe that'll be, you know, something they, they go after, um, in this future, uh, you know, in the, in the coming, uh, coming drafts, coming years is getting some weapons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Rivera, I, I don't know. I, I think Rivera is a good coach. Um, but I also think that if you're like, you're in a good spot, if you're going to rebuild, because if you like the the hardest part about rebuilding is finding the quarterback, you know. Yeah. Um. If you can find that guy, you can have and you get a couple pieces, you can have success. Like me, it might not matter what Super Bowl, but you can be okay. Look at, I mean, the the Texans. Um, I mean, the Texans are, I wouldn't say they're like top of the world, but like they found their quarterback and they're making some things work and, and balling out. So. Um, they've got the hard part down. Now it's like capitalizing on that and not waiting so long that you waste the opportunity. Uh-huh. Um, 
So, yeah. And, and they might, you know, they might be in, uh, in all honesty, they might be in for luck. They're not luck, but having a high draft pick this year might be beneficial for them because it's another, you know, another pretty strong quarterback class. Um, at least one or two, maybe three first rounders, probably. I mean, Caleb Williams and Drake May, maybe Michael Penix. Um, but, you know, you have um, those three guys and they could be, you know, higher draft picks. So if you're you're a guy, if you're in the commander's position, you know, you might be in a place where you can trade out and and build some wealth, get a weapon, you know, pull a bear, uh, a move like the Bears and get a DJ Moore or someone like that. Um, so, so we'll see, but yeah, I agree. I think Sam Howell, I think he's going to be the guy there. I think it's, uh, I'd love to be, I'd love to have Sam Howell. I would love to have Sam Howell. Yes. Uh, I would take Sam Howell over to Sean Watson right now. Yeah. That's- so it's, I'm jealous. That I'd rather be paying but, Sam Howell 240 some million guaranteed. Yeah, I agree. I would, I would, I will name my first son, Sam. If Sam Howell would be the first, the quarterback wow. of the Browns. That is a, that, wow. I mean, it won't happen, so it doesn't matter. But okay. fair point, fair point. Yeah. But sweet. All right. Well, let's move to the next one. Let's see. Uh, which one do I want to? Well, okay. We mentioned the draft, so <laughs> here's what we're gonna we'll go here. Uh, the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams. Uh, I'm going to say six. Okay. Uh, which sounds non-committal because it's like halfway. I think the odds are high. I probably would, if the season ended today, I would say an eight. Uh, but Fields will probably get back out there next week, so which means they'll have about half the season left with him. Um, if we see more games of Justin Fields from those couple games in a row that he was balling, uh, and maybe we see a string of those. Uh, I think he's probably unfortunately safe uh, because he's still on his rookie deal. And now the hard, I don't know here. So the part of me, I think you might have to, I think they're probably going to get a new coach. I think Eberflus is going to get fired. Yeah. Um, and so I think they're probably going to get a new quarterback. Fields will probably be traded for, I don't know, like a fourth rounder, maybe to Minnesota. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. But I, because when you have two, if you're gonna have two top five picks, you can't not take the quarterback if you aren't convinced of the guy you have. Um, so I think that it depends on the rest of the season. I also uh, am not convinced Caleb Williams is gonna stay the top pick. So that's, okay, I think Drake May could slide up there because Caleb okay. Williams, I don't think Caleb Williams's lack of success recently is his fault. But I think there's been more tape on him this year that's been uh, has put him in a same tier as Drake May as opposed to a tier above. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, it's interesting. He's kind of had the not the I won't say the Sam Howell treatment because it's not the same thing. But like at the end of last year, it was like, dude, everyone wants Caleb Williams. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna be the greatest quarterback. And now this year, like it's kind of been less. Not so. I I think that. I, I like because Sam Howell. I mean, the year before he got drafted, it was like next year this guy is number one quarterback, like, like first overall pick, and then he kind of like had a down year, and like no one talked about him at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
so yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm there with you. I'd say like a six or a seven more so because I think I'm not. I don't think it's a sure thing, but I would err on the side of yeah, because like like you said, I mean, you get another top five pick. Um, well, here's not just one. You have you're probably gonna have two top five picks, right? Like as of right now, they have the like the second and third pick. It was either second or third or like third and fourth pick. Right. That's insane. Yeah. You know. And you have to Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you you could trade one of those picks, like if they did keep fields, there's a lot they could do. Yeah. Uh, so I Yeah, they keep fields and trade one, maybe even get Marvin Harrison at, you know, at three if he's still there. Like like I think you have um but I don't know. I just but I do I think at some point your your base I mean, we've seen the Browns do it time and time again where you have enough top picks, you just start taking more and more quarterbacks, you know, uh-huh. even when you have a guy who could be the guy in the position. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think, I still think fields uh, can be a good quarterback in this league. I just think it's hard to develop in a place where your team is bad. Yes. You know, I think, if he could be on a team that has more pieces around it, I think he could develop more. Yeah. And maybe even with a coach um, like a, a Kyle Shanahan or Mike McDaniel type of coach that's an offensive guru that can capitalize upon his strengths and, and his abilities, I don't think Eberflus is that guy. You know, um, I think you can maximize. You know, think like Lamar. Now, again, I'm not saying – I'm not comparing Fields to Lamar in any way. I think Lamar – is a good quarterback. He's put, like he's shown he's a quarterback, but part of what makes Lamar work is they they their offense is tailored towards his strengths, you know. Right. He's not in just a pure passing offense. They make an offense that utilizes his strengths. And I don't know if Justin Fields has had that. Um I don't know if he's had that guy uh be able to do that. So So um, we'll see. But I have a question for you. Okay. Now I'm not thinking well, I'll ask the question and then I'll caveat. Is the was it the twenty twenty one? I think the twenty twenty one quarterback class was that the most overhyped quarterback class of all time. Uh, now I can't think of any others in particular right now, but it was Lawrence Wilson, Lance, Mac Jones, Fields, all first round picks. Trey Lance is a backup. So on Lawrence Wilson, Lance. Mac Jones or Fields. Yeah. The only other one, it reminds me of, um, I want to say, what what draft class was it? Hold on. Let me look this up. Because uh, Lawrence, I think, has definitely been worth it. Yes. Um, I think if the other four teams could go back, they'd do it differently. Yeah, I want to see the – what was the – I would say three of those five quarterbacks are virtually undraftable. I mean, I guess the jury is out on Trey Lance because he doesn't never really got a chance to play. I think – I don't know if this was overhyped because these guys ended up being amazing. But I was thinking about the 1983 draft because, like – it produced, I mean, Elway, Jim Kelly, and Dan Marino. 
But there were one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks taken, I think, in the, uh, first... In the first round. Oh. Before and all five, like Dan Marino was the last one. So, like, you had Todd Blackledge, you had Ken O'Brien and Tony Eason all taken before Dan Marino. Um, there's a ESPN 30 for 30. So, I don't know if that's overhyped because, again, three of those guys became Hall of Famers. I mean, so, well, wait, did three of the first rounders become Hall of Famers? Yes. John Elway, uh, okay. John Elway, Jim Kelly, and Dan Marino were all in the first round. Gotcha. So but I was okay. that's where my mind was at, but I don't think that's that. I think the only other one that I think of being overhyped, um, I think I would say going into the draft, the 2022 quarterback class was overhyped. It uh, didn't, in terms of like everyone thought oh, what everyone thought would happen. You're talking about Pickett, Willis, Ritter? Yeah. Like, I mean, we were, even when we were talking, like, we were like, yeah, like, probably Pickett, Willis, Ritter. Like, we thought multiple quarterbacks well, in the first round. And then Matt, Matt Corral, who is, I don't even think he's in a roster. Yeah, and he was taught, like, so that was very hyped, uh, but then it didn't, like, pan out in the actual draft. But, yeah, I think I think you're right. I would say 2021, I mean, probably, because every one of those picks was like, this is the guy. Yeah, um, I think Lawrence is the only one that's actually panned out. Um, well, uh, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, just really quick, this thought occurred to me today, and it is true: twenty twenty three has the most ever rookie quarterback start in league history. Really? Now, not guys who are still starters technically, but Bajent, Stroud, Richardson, Levis, Bryce Young, Aiden O'Connell. Speaking of, my wedding photographer did Aiden O'Connell's wedding, I learned. That's Pretty wild. Cool. Absolutely wild. Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Clayton Toon, and Jaron Hall. Yeah, I was going to say, like, just because of injuries. That's a lot. And I think the other one was seven in the year 2019, which is when uh, Dwayne Haskins was a – wait, David Blau? Did David Blau play for the Browns? No. This, that's what this article says, but I don't think that's correct. I think I would have, we would have remembered David Boss starting a game, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the Lions. That article is wrong. All right, I discredit it. I uh, We have to fact, we, jury's still out on if 2023 is a record setting year because they didn't know what team David Blau played for. So, anyway, uh, we can move on from that, but I thought it was interesting. A lot of rookie quarterbacks. I do feel bad. For Clayton Toon, his first start ever being against the Browns defense. That sucks for him. Um, and that's his only start probably ever. And then Jaron Hall, first start. Uh, four for five, 70-some yards, and then concussed. And he's never going to start again. Yeah, that's a lot of rookies. A lot of rookies. Fun class. Fun class. Yeah. And I, I, I would also – I'm going to go out on a limb here right now, and I think Stroud um, – is going to win Rookie of the Year, and I don't think it's going to be close. No, it's absolutely not close. Absolutely not close. I think if Richardson, if Richardson hadn't gotten so injured, I I think he had a he would have had a a, a push for it because he was playing well. He just couldn't say healthy. 
Correct. Poor guy. I texted him. I texted Tim earlier this week. Make your bets now. CJ Stroud for MVP. That. If you, I'm talking. To, I'm not saying it's the most likely. I'm saying it's the best bang for your buck. If you look at the guys, let's let's just take a brief look. We're we're a pro betting podcast. Re, uh, responsibly, of course. Yeah. Responsibly. Let's take a look. Where are the awards? Season awards. Where are they gone? <laughs> you know how I was like, maybe 1983 was like the most overrated. Everything I'm looking at is like 1983 was the best quarterback class ever. And I'm like, oh, I was just dumb. Well, that's okay, Tim. You can have that hot yeah. take. Take the hot take and go to the bank. All right. Well, I cannot find the season award. Uh, let's see. Season awards. NFL. What? Interesting. Well, uh, we'll just pretend like uh, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, they're not they're not available. Unfortunate. But CJ Stroud, put your money. Yeah, on. I think He's CJ like CJ Stroud's got it, um, which is which is great. Um, yeah, I, that, the final comment on the the draft class. I I don't I think so. I think that that draft class was most overrated because not only were there five quarterbacks taking the first round, but every one of the picks, it was like, um, that's a great pick, you know? Mm. Like, every one of them was expected to be good. Like, I don't think any of those were questionable um, at the time. Now, I think yeah. Lawrence is the only one that's actually panning out. Yes, he is by far. And Fields could still be something. Yeah. Trey Lance could be a career backup, but yeah. Yeah, Zach Wilson is... He can pull his teammates' moms. That's about it. Mac Jones, I don't know. I don't know if it's him or the fact that – well, let's go here. Here's the next one, okay? This has to do yep. with Mac Jones. This is another uh, – here's, the, here's the, the take. Bill Belichick is washed. Uh, uh, ten. I, I don't even think I need to explain my position. Wow. I, mean, I, just, think, I just think it's obvious. Wow. That they is – you think it's his fault? What other team, when you stink that bad, like, is it not? That's true. <laughs> that is true. I think we're blinded by how good of a coach he was. It's Bill. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the report this week? No, I don't think it's true because that would it would just be a terrible move by Robert Kraft. But apparently if the, if the Patriots uh, lost badly to the Colts in Germany, that Bill Belichick could get fired. No way. That's the report. I don't think it's going to happen. You can't fire him. Yeah. You have to tell him to retire. You think he retired? You think there's a chance he retires after this year? Yes, unless somehow they're positioned to get the quarterback. If you're Bill Belichick, why in the world would you be like, yeah, I want to enter into a rebuild at, like, age what? And he's late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? I did see a rumor also that the Washington Commanders could trade for Bill Belichick. Dang. Which that seems like a very Washington move, and yeah. I don't think it no. Bill Belichick really just should hang it up and hang yeah. it up as one of the greatest coaches of all time. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Don't. Ruin it. Um. No, I agree. I think he's like. I don't know if he's washed. I just think it's. I think it's run its course. But also here, it begs the question: Was it Belichick or was it Brady? Because ever since Tom Brady has left, they have been bad. Right, 
Uh, yes. So I, I, I'm not going to say it was all Tom Brady, but it was. The evidence, but go ahead. Wow. You're just going to, you think it's all Tom. Yeah. Who won a Super Bowl without the other? True. That's, yeah. Anyway, continue. I, yeah. I'm, I, just I, think, I think Belichick's old. I think it's, I think with coaches, what happens is, I think sometimes all, all it takes is for you to get in a rut. And then it's hard to get out of that rut of just not being a good coach anymore. Um, For sure. And like Ron Rivera is another one that the, the, the the, um, Panthers had a good thing going. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Cam Newton won MVP. Like, didn't he win? Yeah, he won MVP. Like they were going great. And then they just had started going down. And since then Rivera has not been good. Like, you know, like he just hasn't, hasn't been a good, hasn't been a good coach. Um, I think, uh, John Fox is another example yeah, of that. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. John Fox. Um, who else? I had another one. Um, also, Tyson Bajit might be concussed. Yeah. Did you? Well, I don't know how far ahead you. If I'm ahead of you or not. You might be. I'm at. I'm at the play where he just looked like he got concussed. Oh. Um. He, no, he keeps playing. Um. Mm. <laughs> um. I was trying to think. There was an, I had another coach in my head, and now I've lost it. Uh, oh, uh, the 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 Vikings coach before O'Connell, uh, Zimmer. Yeah, I think Zimmer's yeah. another one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there just comes a point. I don't know if it's you lose. I mean, part of it. Mike McCarthy. I think Mike McCarthy's another one. Like McCarthy's probably one. I think if you lose, Norv Turner is a classic. Mm-hmm. Tom Coughlin. Yes. Like, Guys that were good coaches, but I think once you get too old, and I don't know if it's you become callous. Like, there's got to be an element of losing the locker room. Like, you guys just don't want to play for you anymore. Yeah. And once you lose the lock, like it's over. That's how bad coaches get fired. They lose them so quickly. But a good coach, I think, over time, just naturally lose. You've got to keep things fun. Andy Reid, fun coach. I think I don't think that'll happen to him. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah, Andy Reid is a great coach. So, um, no, I agree. I think uh, I agree with everything you're saying. So, yeah, I think Belichick. I think it's I think it's time for him to hang it up. Um, now, off the top of your head, who will the who will the Patriots hire as the next head coach? And I think there's one very obvious answer. I think it's a dumb answer, but I think it would happen. Uh, it's going to be a trio. Uh, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Joshua Daniels. Yeah, I, Josh McDaniels, I think, is I, iconic. I think he has only ever been good and like in uh, Foxborough, and so he should just go back. <laughs> Man, Robert Kraft, I don't know. Dude, I don't think the Patriots are going to recover from this tanking until this is morbid, until Robert Kraft dies. Dang, that's tough, dude. Because I think he's going to want to keep the good old days around, even though it's just not – I yeah. don't think he can – It's also tough is now they have to, like, actually make good draft picks because they don't just have the team anymore. Good point. Good point. So um, – but I saw a stat. We mentioned Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. The Raiders, over the next, like, five years, will be paying $80 million a year for John Gruden and Josh McDaniel to not coach their team. That's absolutely absurd. That is horrendous. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously the right move because after getting rid of McDaniel, they scored 30 points, you know, like for right. the first time in forever. So that's that is a new type of dumpster fire. Yeah. 
man, like, poor it's, Josh it's McCain. Not, it's not just being bad; it's being bad and being broke. That's yeah, wor- that's the thing that's worse than being bad is being broke. Like, like in my here's my here's my other thing is how, like you know, Josh McDaniel is probably going to get hired as a head coach again, and I do not understand how. Maybe. Like I and I'm not I'm not saying I'm smarter than GMs. Like that's not realistic. NFL GMs are way like no more. But I just don't get like I don't care what stat or what you give me. Like everything about his track record says he should not be a head coach. But he will get hired as a head coach again. We see it time and time again, and I don't get it. Josh McDaniels. Well, okay, no, this isn't a good compare. This is doing Jeff Fisher dirty. I was about to compare him to Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher at least went consistently eight and eight. Yeah, consistently. So, but he kept getting like when I think the Rams. It was after he got fired from Tennessee, I think. Uh, the Rams hired him, and he did. Remember, it was like he drafted Jared Goff. He stunk, and then they fired uh, Jeff Fisher, and then the next season, Jared Goff played like an MVP with Sean McVay. Yeah. So. Uh, I think Fisher's better than Josh McDaniels because he has a better track record. However, uh, it remains to be like, yeah, once you've proven you can't win as a head coach, don't try again. Don't – why try again? Yeah, I just don't get – but, oh, well. So, but you heard it here. Belichick needs to hang it up. And will he? Who knows? But Probably not. Yeah, probably not. All right. Let's go to – hmm. We'll stay in the same uh, same division. All right. Uh, talk about the New York Jets. And uh, this is this. The New York Jets can actually compete without Aaron Rodgers. Can actually compete. Um, Long term or this season? You're talking about this season? I'm saying this season. I would say, uh, and we're talking playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, playoff. What you talking about? Yeah, probably get into the playoffs and maybe uh, even winning a playoff game. A four, okay. Maybe a three. Uh, after last, I probably would have said a six before last week, but last week was, I mean, I, that's bad. It was bad. Um, Zach Wilson is bad. That offense can't do anything with him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just no hope. Do you and think looking- they could make the playoffs? All right, here's their schedule. Raiders. I think Raiders win. You can win that game. It's at, it's away, but you can win that game. Bills uh, in Buffalo. That's a loss. Then you host Miami. Uh, you might be able to win that game, but I, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Dolphins because the the Jets are gritty, so they could beat. Uh, yeah, and their defense yeah. is good. That's their defense like... is good, but their offense is so bad. Yeah, I think Miami wins. Then Atlanta. I think that's a win. Houston at home. I think you can win that game, so we'll give it to him. Miami in Miami, it's a loss, in my opinion. Uh, then you host Washington. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and they win. Uh, then they're at the Browns, no chance. Browns win. Week 18, this could be their season. Now, they'd be 8-8 eight and eight by this point, which is not probably going to be good enough. But then they play the Patriots, and if they won, they'd be 9-8. and eight. Yeah. So... I'm going to say no, no chance. But what do you think? I don't know. I, all right, so here's now. Here's the question. Um, do, I know we don't know. Do you, do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back before the season ends? Or do you think the only way he'd come back this season is if they was in the playoffs? 
I think they would. He would come back if there's a chance that winning out could get them in the playoffs. Okay. Um, but like, let's say it's week. Let's say there's three games left, and they'd have to win out, and there'd have to be like six other things that happen. I don't think he does it. I think you just wait for next year and stay healthy. But that's yeah. me. That's me. What What do you think? I mean, he I, might. I will say he might just want to prove people wrong, in which case he'll play. Yeah. I mean, I think I do. I, I agree. I, I do think it's got to come to what are the chances? Because, like, let's say you lose, you know, the next, like, three games. You know, yeah, there's still five games left in the season. But at that point, why risk, you know, going out there and possibly getting even more injured mm-hmm. when you could just wait? Yep. Sucks to be a Jets fan. Um, but. Uh, actually, what's 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 I think really funny is that the Packers still found a way to get uh, like screwed out of the deal. Um, I don't know why this was in there, but they had like that the caveat like if he plays at least eighty percent of the game, it like you give us a first round pick. Oh yeah. right, but like that should like well, I don't. But it's like, but if he doesn't, it's a second rounder, and is you get that a... thinking he's obviously going to play. And then he does it. And now, like... Is it a long con, you think? I don't know. You know oh, oh, it's been a fake the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. No, Conspiracy Aaron Rodgers is so bent on screwing the Packers. He's like, hey, I'm not going to play this year. Yeah. Um, Dude, that's actually really funny. Sadly, no. I, I do think that he got injured. And it's just unfortunate. Um, I don't know if we talked about... I think we talked about the injury... Um, I don't know if it ever got uploaded to episode, but I don't know. Did you watch that whole, like, that game? Did you watch leading up to that game? Are you talking about, like, all the hype? like in the Well, the hype, but then the interview that he had? Um, no. So he had an interview right before the game with someone. I don't remember who, but, like, I remember watching it. And he goes, he says, he's like, I believe in the power of manifestation. I have, oh. man- I have manifested that we are going to win. Like, I'm manifesting that. And then 10 seconds in, God said, hey, you know your Achilles tendon? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, man, if that if you need any more evidence that you shouldn't test the God of the universe on these things, like, it was just, it was poetic in a way. Like, that it was a, crazy. Yeah, that's abysmal. Yeah. Um, but he's still a human being and a great quarterback. I think the Jets would be really good if he was in there. And it's an unfortunate circumstance for them. So yeah, I agree. I think I think the answer to the Jets competing without Aaron Rodgers is around a two or a three. I don't think it's realistic, but who knows? They're gritty. Maybe they pull some stuff off. Um let's see. All right. Go to another team uh that uh has not been good so far, but maybe they're gonna turn around. Here it is. The Broncos are going to come back and win the AFC West. Uh, one. Really? You win, think win the AFC West? If yes. you said make the playoffs, but when the, no, there's no chance. You don't think it. even with upsetting? I mean, I I agreed, but then they upset the Chiefs, and now I'm I'm like, but, what is going on there? But the Chiefs would have the Chiefs are seven and two. Okay, I guess yeah. Okay, then we'll change that. Win the play, like make the playoffs. Uh three. Okay. Because I do think their defense stinks so bad and their offense is so inconsistent. 
They also play Buffalo, Cleveland, Houston, Chargers, Lions, Chargers again as good teams. They do have a couple. They play the Broncos twice. No, um, the Broncos don't play the Broncos twice. So, oh, I forgot who you're talking about. My brain stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept seeing Broncos. I was like, oh, okay. I thought we were talking about the Chiefs. Uh, they play the Vikings, which is winnable. Uh, Houston, and then the Patriots and the Raiders. So I could see them winning maybe four or five more, which would hmm. put them at seven to eight wins. But that's just me. What do you think? You think they can do it? You believe in Russ? And you did pick him to win MVP last year. I did. I I mean they are on a uh, a little. I mean they're they've won two in a row in going into the bye. Packers and then Chiefs. I mean, and they beat them. Tw- I mean, being the Chiefs twenty four to nine is not. Um, that that's not like a small feat. Like that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think if anything, it shows. Okay, actually, like they could, they could do this. Like they could be a good team. So maybe they're gonna put it together. I don't know. I'm gonna say the same. For I'd love to have hope. I'm a I'm a hopeful guy. I love the underdog story, but in all reality, I don't. It's their defense is really bad. Um. So it's probably. Um. Yeah, like a f- uh, probably like a three or a four. Mm. Of yeah. of uh, in all reality, it's probably not going to happen. So it would, sorry, it would be cool. It'd be cool. It would be cool. It would be it would be the comeback store for the ages. I would buy a Let's Ride T-shirt. Oh, um, okay. Actually, here's yeah. a funny. What about here's a funny T-shirt idea? What if we made a T-shirt that said Let's Ride, but it's um, Russell Wilson on a on a like a CPAP machine and in a in a wheelchair. <laughs> That that's, that's <laughs> because he's like it's just he's washed um, and bad. But let's ride <laughs> into that's, retirement. That's brutal. <laughs> you came right for him. Man. Do you think Russ? Do you think Russ? Uh, you think Russ sleeps with? The, you think he'll ever have to sleep with a CPAP machine? Um. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I will. Though so I just sit. You know. Really. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my dad has sleep apnea. <laughs> it's, it's coming! It's coming! I already wake myself up snoring. So Does your future wife know this? Yeah, dude, she signed it, and she still said yes. That's wild. It is. It's brutal because, like, I see my dad wear it, and I'm like, it looks like you're like freaking Darth Vader or something. <laughs> like, there's no redeeming it. You just look scary. And then That's funny. You can no longer nap when you want to nap. Like it ruins your naps because you have to get it all go on the machine. Right. Imagine you're in public and you're like, oh, I need a nap, and then you bust out that bad boy from your face. <laughs> do they have mobile ones? They have an they app do. you can download. Uh, no, no, but they have battery powered ones. <laughs> That'd be so awesome, dude. Like you're never gonna be able to sleep on an airplane ever again. Nope. You can't like you can't sleep on an airplane or bus ride driving the car. Like, <laughs> dude, man, that is tough. Really sad. What is really is sad. it? Because you can't like you you'll stop breathing. Is that what sleep apnea is? Yeah, I used to stop breathing. Which so like, what if? Yeah. I mean, you could driving in a car. You could risk it if your wife is driving. Just be like, hey, like every couple minutes, check and <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a but do the fingers out of the nose check and do lift my hand up and see if I'll catch it. Yeah, and makes and then if uh 
If not, like slap me, and get me. If you hear yeah. me stop breathing, wake me up. That's so funny. I mean, you can probably take that risk if you if you wanted a nap. That I would risk that for a nap. That's how much. Yeah, I'm naps. Hey, look, if you don't make it, you are gonna have a long nap. Yeah. Well, it's true. You can just keep sleeping. But all right, uh, let's go. We'll hop over to the NFC, talking about a team that has been a complete, another complete uh, uh, dumpster fire, the New York Giants. Uh, mm-hmm. And that the statement is this, last year's New York Giants were a complete fluke. Uh, Ten. Yeah? You think? Well, nine. Nine, because there's, they have pieces. I don't know what happened this year. Uh, but they have pieces. So... Not a complete fluke. Like, I can see why they were good. I guess I'll say – maybe I should say this. Daniel Jones' season last year was a complete fluke. Yes, that is 10. Although we said – we pretty much said that. Yeah. Last year. We were – we were – I mean, everybody was critiquing him. So, we weren't original. And they but still we paid very, him. We were very anti-Daniel Jones. Yeah. And I like the guy. But, I mean, they paid him. So, here's the thing. Can they – I mean, they're going to have a high draft pick. Uh-huh. Do they draft a quarterback, even after um, paying Daniel Jones? If it's May or Caleb Williams, yes. You have to, right? I mean, I think so. It's tough because you just paid him, but... Would you rather be in cap hell or real hell? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you don't draft a quarterback, you're going straight to hell. <laughs> well, it'll feel like that. It will. Pick your poison. Yeah, and I mean, it wouldn't be a bad problem to have because you have competition, you know. You know Daniel yeah. Jones can at least play. Like That's true. So, yeah. Yeah, I think – yeah, I would say – I think the Giants being a fluke is like an 8 or a 9. Daniel Jones, I'd say a 10. I feel bad for the guy, but – I do um, too. Yeah, and part of it could have also been like Dable cooking up some good stuff and now in his second season, teams are like, okay, now we figured you out. So – yeah. Also, Saquon Barkley, like, not being a factor. Um, and they still have no wide receivers. Mm. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt, I mean, to be fair, not been a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And Waller's been okay, to be fair, but he's not been great. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd not, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they could go Marvin Harrison or Brock Bowers next year, and I would understand. Yeah, that would be sweet. Marvin Harrison would be sweet for them. I will say though, I am surprised they haven't they didn't try and sign a um a veteran because Tyrod's out. Mm. Um he's been injured. You know, like yeah. They're like, let's stick with Tommy DeVito. And I'm just gonna say when I when I turn on a game and this rookie quarterback comes in and you don't let him pass the ball, doesn't give me much hope that you actually think he can be a quarterback. Well, it is probably because they want to tank. I don't think they want to win. You think they're just you think they're just tanking? One hundred percent. Yeah, I do. I mean, if you can get a high draft pick, like what's the point in playing and getting a veteran if you're out of the playoffs? You know? Yeah, that makes sense. That, that's um, opinion, though. Do you think Dable didn't draft Daniel Jones? Right. Do you think Dable is do you think it was Dable's idea to give him that? I mean, obviously he had to be in the comp. Like he couldn't be like, I don't want to resign him. And they did it anyway. Right. But 
do you think there's any part that Dable wants to get his guy, or do you think that's like just kind of just so happens, and so now they're they're going to be a position, and you might as well, or do you think there's something to say, hey, like Daniel Jones is not his guy, and Dable can now go get his guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Dable wants his guy. I think regardless of if Dable wants his guy or not, like the reality is that this Daniel Jones stinks. So. I don't even know if he's like there's a particular guy he wants to get. I think it's just like it can't get worse. Yeah. I think they draft a quarterback in at least in one of the first three rounds, no matter what. Yes. I, I would mean, agree with that. I agree. Because yeah, if you're at three, you're you could go Drake May or you could go or you might even be at two. I don't even know. But like if you're high up there, like if you could get Marvin Harrison, you could go Marvin Harrison in round one and then like Michael Penix or Bo Nix in round two or three. And yeah, although that's... I would, I would not be shocked if those guys start going up the draft boards pretty quick uh, into round one as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know because they're like Bo Nix is old, dude. But I mean, Brandon Whedon was old, twenty-eight, nowhere near as good. But I just feel like nowadays quarterbacks like that, like they fall. Even if yeah, they're good. I, mean, I think it just depends. Like with him, he has learned that I don't know. There's something to be said about those guys just knowing the offense well and executing, as opposed to a guy who came in, played for one year, and just doesn't have the experience of reading defenses, knowing the playbook, calling audibles. Like I do think that there's something to be said there. But yeah, I mean, ideally, you want a guy who's 21, 22 for longevity. Oh. Hold up. Okay, I, I'm going to pause you only because I want to read this. So Thursday Night Football just put up Tyson Bajan, who his last 10 opponents in football ever were. The last five were NFL teams. Before that, the Colorado School of Mines, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, Slippery Rock College. Um, like, wow. <laughs> dude, that is wild. He, he just played he, – he played the Colorado School of Mines. And then – the next game, and then now he and now he's on Thursday night football. That's wild. What a that success is, story! Wow, yeah, Tyson Badger, what a guy! That's crazy. Shout out, yeah, shout out. Okay. I just had to get a quick shout. I thought that was awesome. That reminded me of like that. That all what's uh oddly enough that that uh that list of teams he played is the same same teams that Alabama played uh has played for the past two years in a row. Oh, really? No, not really. I'm just oh. I thought you were saying it was. No. Just because, like, Alabama's always joked about, like, playing no one. Like, they play, like, St. Mary's School, the blind, outside of playing SEC teams. True. Oh, it's true. Yeah. But, so we'll see. Giants, uh, yeah, I think Daniel Jones, I think, has sealed his fate, especially being injured. I just think – I don't think he's that good. I mean, he had a good season last year, but the poor guy is just – it's not working. And so – yeah, sucks for him, but yeah, it is tragic. It's yeah, tragic. it is. So, okay, I got I got one more for you. This one is right up your alley, um, and then we'll if you have any others, we'll go on. But this is this: the Dolphins are legit Super Bowl contenders. Uh, ooh, six, maybe lower. I I love Tua. I love the Dolphins, but they they have outscored. Losing opponents uh, by double 
and they have been outscored by opponents with a winning record by double. So when they play a good team, they're not good. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, they got handled. The Chiefs, the score was close. They kind of got close at the end, but it was never really close. And I will then- say I'm I'm not one to say the refs are bad, but the in the Chiefs game, there were so like I'm like there's some I don't know if the refs have put bets on the Chiefs, but I feel like they're getting handed some stuff. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, they still their offense just didn't play well until like what the fourth quarter, pretty much. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. I watched. Did you watch when the Chiefs played the Jets? Uh, yes. I mean, third and twenty-two, right? Yeah. I'm watching the O lineman hugging, like I can see it on my TV, for multiple seconds before he scrambled, and nothing. I'm like. Like, that to me, like, I don't understand how that's not seen. That is pretty rough. Yeah. Like, just stuff like that that makes me think, I'm like, man, like, how how can you not be wanting the cheat? I don't know. It, it's also frustrating because they're good. So, we always have to pull out that on guys who are good. But, Fair point, um, sure. yeah, I agree. I think the offense of the Dolphins has the – I think they have the ability to be contenders. I just think, yeah, like – they have, they have to defense. work against a good team. Yes, and their defense stinks. Yeah, it could, it could almost be – they could almost be like last year's Vikings, you know, where they could finish with a good record, um, but then they play – I mean, they lost the Giants, but then you go in the playoffs and play a real team and you get smacked. Right. Because your wins came didn't come against anyone really good, so. Yeah. I wish I, – I, I hope the Dolphins – I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They will make the playoffs. It's just a matter of if they will amount to anything in the playoffs. I hope yeah. they do. I love the Dolphins. Yeah. All right. Here's another Dolphins. Um, I just thought of this. Before the season, Tyreek Hill said he was going to break 2,000 yards. Do you think he can do it? Uh, they got to pick it back up. He was on pace, but then I feel like they kind of slowed down a bit. So what what's he at right now? He's at over a thousand, not even halfway. Th- I mean, he's at yeah, just over a thousand. Yeah, because like what the he was in good stride, but then he did eighty eight yards, one hundred twelve, and then sixty two. So you can't afford to have too many of the sixty two. Yeah, you really go under a hundred very often. Yeah, technically, AJ Brown is on the pace too. He's right behind him. So really. Yeah, AJ Brown has is like second in the league. Oh yeah, man! Can you imagine if we had two two thousand yard receivers? That'd be wild. That would be hype. I would love that. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. The NFL has been fun this year. It always it, is. Yeah, but. it's been it's been surprising, um, and fun to watch. I'm glad CJ Stroud is a baller. That's just my favorite part. Damn, he's so fun. I love that. Oh yeah. God. But all right, do you have any? What about you? You got any factor fictions that you want to shoot off the cuff mm. from from this past month? Ooh. Factor fiction: Baltimore makes a first round exit again. Man, who would they? Oh. Let's see. I, if I, if the season ended right now, they'd be playing the Bengals. I was gonna. Okay, I Oof. saw that the other day, and we would play the Jaguars. Uh, win for us, loss for the Ravens, my opinion. You think – yeah, I think the Bengals are coming – I think, like, 
Like I, I think the Bengals are good. We just they had a rough start. We uh-huh. got ahead of them, which was great. I think they could easily beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are good. Don't get me wrong. Yes. They're uh, better than they uh probably they're a better team than they've been in totality. Yeah. Their defense but, is legit. Like yeah. Like their defense is good. So but I will say Lamar no, Lamar is good. He's been playing well. Yeah. But he still like as a passer has not been a top dog. Yeah. I know they've dropped passes, but and he's thrown like a good completion percentage. He typically does. But I'm like, I don't know. It's like if guys are wide, it's usually the scheme, I feel like. Guys get wide open. Like against us, it was Mark Andrews wide open. Yeah. And and I'll say, I think, especially going against the Browns this week, like I think we can beat them. Yes, I agree. Um, I think that I do think that last game, I think if even if PJ Walker was in, I think it's closer. Because mm-hmm. it was just turnover, random turnover, random turnover. Yeah. And, like and that's why our defense is great, but if if they have no time off the field, that you'll wear them down. They can't yeah. they can't play that long. So, um, I think if if Deshaun plays even how he played against the Cardinals, like if he can have two hundred yards and two touchdowns, like I think we can win that game. So, um, yeah, it could be big. It would be absolutely massive. Um, it would. It so, would be. Yeah. And the Steelers, the Steelers should not be where they're at, but it's fine. Yeah, they'll probably. I don't know. Their their defense is just so good, but they'll probably fall. Well, off. did you see? Did you watch their game against the Rams? This was another thing I wanted to talk about. This is just uh, this isn't about the month. This is something I saw that was pretty wild. No, yeah, hit me. So they're playing the Rams. Rams are down. I want to say by three. Um, with they're out of timeouts though. They didn't, and it, there's probably two thirty left, maybe two fifteen left on the clock. They get the they get the Steelers to a fourth and like one. Um, on it was one of those where it's like, yeah, you know what? Let's go for it instead of punting. And so the oh, Steelers, yeah. uh, they run a QB sneak, and like he Kenny Pickett slips, and he's short. But the refs give them a favorable spot, and they get the first down. And because there were no timeouts, they couldn't challenge the Rams. Couldn't challenge it, and because uh, it was outside of two minutes, it didn't instantly go to replay. That's brutal. That, that was it. The Ram, they need the game out, and that was that's it. brutal. I was like, dude, that's rough. Yeah, like it was literally like two minutes and like eight seconds. It that play took them to the two minute warning. That's like bad. I was like, dude, that's tough. Oof. I mean, it shows. Hey, you you make sure you gotta use your timeouts wisely. Like you never know mm-hmm. when that could happen. But True. it was tough. Like it was a it was a very favorable spot, very favorable spot. So yeah. Uh, well, I don't have anything. Uh, I, I I nothing. Else. I mean, I feel like you hit uh, great. Yeah. Job. Give a round of applause to Timothy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tim, Tim put in the work for this uh, and came up with all the uh, all the storylines. Yeah. So, what can I say? All I've done this month is watch football. So my marriage is crumbling and my <laughs> job is in shambles. But <laughs> but by gosh, do I know football. <laughs> Isn't that all a man needs? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but, yeah. 
Well, we will uh, be back soon. I don't know yes. when, um, because the the eight of you that are listening to this um, don't know exactly when. Maybe it'll be another month. Maybe about two weeks. It won't be next week. I can tell you that much. Well, a little longer, but um, we'll be back. We'll be talking more NFL football. Thanks for tuning in. We'll have more conspiracy theory corner, more hot takes, all that stuff. Uh, but thanks for for listening. Please share, send it to your friends give us a rating on on spotify whatever it is um we just love to do this it's a it's a good time good time to catch up and talk football but you've been listening to red zone coffee talk zach any final words for our listeners uh i hope you enjoy if we don't hear from you or you don't hear from us before turkey football day uh enjoy turkey football yes okay well we got to do a quick quick question what's your favorite thing to eat on outside of the turkey turkey obviously or ham if you're a ham family um, the main dish, what's your favorite side dish at canned cranberry sauce? Wow. For real. That's... Now, if it's not that, uh, corn casserole. Okay. But I really like canned cranberry sauce. Do you just eat it like straight or do you put it on stuff? Uh, no, I eat it straight. Okay. My dad and I are the only ones who eat it. We split a can every year. Wow. I love That's it. That's awesome. What about you? Um, I am either going to go I, – I love the green bean casserole. Um, my my aunt makes a really good green bean casserole. Okay, um, I dig it. And then we usually have some form of cheesy potatoes. Uh, like mashed potatoes too, but cheesy potatoes are always, always, always so good. And then mm-hmm. – okay, what about mm-hmm. – do you guys have a dessert that's at your Thanksgiving? Nothing. No, we don't have anything special. We always do like a pumpkin Hunger pie. pie. I like I like pumpkin. I do pecan pie grows on me every year. Dude, that is true. Pecan pie is good. I love pumpkin pie. My aunt, my aunt's a very good cook, and she makes this dessert, and it's strawberry. It's like strawberry pretzel cake, but it's like crushed pretzel crust, and then it's like a it's almost like a whipped like cream cheese, and then it's like strawberry fresh strawberry Jello. Dude, it is the greatest thing ever. I could eat so much of that. So you should uh, send me a picture of it or find a recipe. I will. I will. I will definitely do that. So. Please do. Awesome. Well, you have been tuning into Red Zone Coffee Talk. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a happy Sunday and a great weekend. Bon voyage. Adios. <laughs>